Hey, so you've been showing up in 2022 for your soul. You've been addressing those hard places that needs God rest, his refreshing. You've been honest. You've been consistently speaking his word, speaking his truth in order to renew your mind. But still, you don't see the results. You don't see the change you, that you want to see. You're still responding in certain ways that you want to change. You want to see the difference. I want to encourage you, my sister, to keep going. Be patient with your soul. Be patient. All right. Check out this episode for more. Hey there, this is your girl, Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If you're watching me on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe to this page. If you're listening to me on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, wherever your favorite podcast player, please subscribe so you can get notified every time um, there's a new episode. So there's a new episode every Monday. I can't tell you the time. Sometimes it's in the morning. Sometimes it's in the evening. But it's going to be on Monday, okay? (laughs) So if this is your first time, I don't know how you got here, whether you were referred or just searching. Um, I want to say you're not here by accident. There's something that God wants to speak to your soul today. And you're in the right place, all right? So this month, I am celebrating 100 episodes. I had started my podcast two years ago, um, really just by listening to God, and it's been 100 episodes. I am proud of what God is doing in me and through me. And for some of you who may not know, I used to hate hate is a strong word, but it was so difficult to hear the sound of my voice. I felt that way, honestly, all my life. If I, if something was recorded or I'm looking back at a video or whatever, listening to the sound of my voice just had this sound that I didn't like. And I believe it came from somewhere in childhood um, when I used to speak or around my friends or somewhere in school, um, someone said, oh, you sound like a white girl. And somehow that made me feel that my voice wasn't good enough. It didn't sound right. It didn't sound the way I was, I looked or it didn't sound the way it was supposed to. So I believe from there, I just always just, I never liked my voice all because of what someone else said. Isn't that funny? What are the things that you're carrying around in your soul that maybe you don't like about yourself, but really it's from a place, um, from something that someone, um, said over you someone spoke over you, labeled you with, that you believe today. Like, I truly believe that my voice was just, ugh, I just couldn't hear it. And here God puts me in a place where I have to hear my voice back. (laughs) So he healed me through it. I, I, when I first started this podcast, 
You know what a lot of my feedback was? I, that they love my voice. It was soothing. Um, it relaxed them. I was so shocked to hear that. But it was almost like a wink from God that he is like he knows the things that we may struggle with and the way we see ourselves. But he's like, here, this is the this is the right way to see yourself. This is the right way to hear yourself. And um, I'm, I guess I'm kind of talking about that this month as well. But um, before we get into what we're talking about this month, I do want to ask for all my faithful listeners. And it's about a good um, 30 to 50 of y'all each week who are listening faithfully. Um, one, I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for writing in, for commenting on the posts that I put up on social media about how this podcast is blessing you. I know you may be sitting here and say, and, and saying, well, what's the point of me saying anything? You know, I'm just, you know, it doesn't matter. No, it matters. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your story. Every number I see that's being, um, that's showing as a download, I know there is a name, there is a soul, there is a story behind that number. I don't want to just know you as a number, as a download. I want to know your story. So please email me at rest the soul five, the number five at gmail.com rest, the soul five at gmail.com. It'll be in the show notes as well as, um, the YouTube posts, um, as well, um, for the email, if you want to email me, but I just want to tell you, I appreciate you. I love you. And thank you for, um, your support. Thank you for investing in yourself as well. You're investing in your soul. Um, everything that I share, honestly, it's, what God is sharing to me for me, but he wants me to share it with you. So he's refreshing not only your soul, but my soul too. All right. So for this month, I am just in the vein of, I, you know, I'm so, I'm so aware of certain things that's going on when I feel things in my soul. And I know that there's something I need to work on. I need to mature in. I need to renew my mind or I need to go and address it with God and find the root of why do I keep feeling this whenever this happens or whenever I'm around this person or when this is said, um, I've gotten to a place over the years that I just, I know the work that is needed for me to receive rest from my soul. I have yielded to the process of doing it, understanding that it's going to be uncomfortable. Um, it's going to take time. I, un I get that. But now um, when I've, I've been bringing some things to God and I just feel like, I say I feel like, but I know that God is saying, you know, go easy on yourself, be more patient, be more kind to your soul in the process. You know that you're going to mature. You're going to transform. You're going to be healed or restored in that area. But while you're in the process, be kind to yourself, be patient with yourself. Don't condemn yourself. Don't rush the process. Don't make the process harder than what it already naturally has to be. Sometimes we can make the process of our own development, our own maturity, harder, heavier. So I had to come to him, Matthew eleven twenty eight, with 
I come to him with my heaviness, with the place where I'm tired at in my soul. And one of the things that Jesus had to teach me with his, his joke is I'm not rushing you. You're rushing you. I'm not putting that burden on you. You're putting that burden on you. I don't talk to you with those type of words. I don't sound like that. You sound like that. So now, so in this month, I want us to purposely and intentionally, um, watch how we're talking to ourselves, how we're, um, cause yes, we are, um, aware of the thoughts that we have and we know how to combat those things, but sometimes we can beat our own soul up because we're still thinking a certain way because we're still responding a certain way. And I found for me, if I spend more time beating myself up for where I'm at, it takes away um, the time and the energy I ha- I should have on meditating on who God is, who he says I am, and where I'm going to be. And so, and then it makes me just get stuck in the process. So let's be intentional about being kind, being patient, being gracious, and being loving to our souls. So, um, I wanted to share something with you that I was sharing with my husband, um, my best friend the other day. Um, I noticed a change in my soul. I've noticed certain changes, um, over the years with, with things in that where I've matured and who I am and, and things I used to struggle with that I don't struggle with anymore. But this one specific area, um, that I dealt with since I was, I can, I would say since high school. And it was a place where, um, I used to escape to. And I guess we escape when we don't want to deal with reality or we don't want to deal with maybe the feelings in our, in reality, in our world. And so I'm just going to be transparent. I escaped to a place of, um, right um fantasy stories of writing stories I've always been I always loved writing but in that place I used my gift um for something that was I it was perverted I perverted the gift of um writing and it I could write my reality I could write and try to live in a place that wasn't true, but it was what I wanted. I wrote the story of what I wanted my life to be. And I would escape to that place often. And, um, it got to a a point to where it was, it was honestly addicting. It wasn't even, I don't remember ever feeling a, uh, thinking a thought or feeling anything. I would just do it. It was a habit. It was just something I did. And when I, when I dedicate, when I rededicated my life to Christ in 2014, I believe all of that started to get into motion of, um, reworking my soul and retraining my soul, um, to allow myself to feel and be where I was at and be honest with God. I never, I, I didn't t- start, I didn't take that place to him at the, in the beginning. I just took wherever I was at in a feeling to, to God. So sometimes our process, it may not look like we're working on a specific area, but because we're 
um, learning to be honest with, oh, I felt sad about this or God, I'm dealing with tiredness about this or I'm jealous about that. Just because because we're learning how to um, face our reality, our feelings with God, um, it can begin to work something else out in you. And so with me, my relationship, my honest conversation, conversations with God and listening to him on several other things, I didn't realize how it was um, creating a place in me of first feeling safe in the places I wanted to escape, feeling safe to be in reality, but with God, that makes sense. Um, then it came to a, a place of, I, I was still though, I was still, um, still struggle with, um, writing these stories and reading them. I'm being so transparent here. I've never told anyone outside of, um, my husband and my, and my close mentors about this. So, um, y'all getting a dish. And I believe, I believe a lot of people may struggle with a place where, um, a place where you, um, escape, um, it could, you can, you may use, um, drugs, you may use wine, you may, you may use, um, escaping, but it could be books, you know, it can be whatever, a, a place of where you don't want to feel what's going on in this reality. And I believe, you know, the difference between, um, getting some me time and resting and receiving versus a place where you may be escaping because of the troubles of life that you don't want to feel you don't want to deal with. And that was me. And I want to tell you that I, I rededicated my life in 2014. I would say, um, it wasn't until last year where I completely, let me back up, let me back up. So I started to notice over the years, I started to notice the feeling and the thought. I started to become aware of a place that I would feel or the thought of, of this book or what I am, uh, of what I wanted to read or escape to. Um, I would start to notice it before I just did it. So the process of me just staying in a habit or an addiction of escaping, it started to become slower. I started to become more soul aware of this place. And um, I'm going to tell you, I didn't even know I was in the process or God would have me in a process of um, changing this in me. Um, so it wasn't something that I was, I was impatient about. I knew it was there, but I did, I didn't try to put myself in a place of where I, I, this, I need to be rid of this. And I'll say one of the things about being patient with your soul is we have to take on Jesus yoke in the way that he wants us to live, move and how he, and how he treats us. God, it, Jesus never rushes. If you, if you watch him in the, in the, in the word and him going from place to place, he walked everywhere. He noticed things that people wouldn't notice. Like it was just, he was, he took his time. And so I felt like God has been taking his time with me in this place. And I started to notice, man, I'm, I'm feeling this feeling, but I keep choosing to, um, 
respond to this feeling and do something to appease this place, this ache in my soul. I would literally feel an ache, a desire to go and satisfy this place in me that need to escape. And um, I remember trying to fight it and, and on my own and with God, but just trying to fight it like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. Um, but I was, it was still turned to it. I still turned to it. I remember one day I got so frustrated because it was hitting me so hard. And I'm like, God, I'm trying to move from this place, but I am still here. What, what is this? It was so strong. And you know what God told me to do? He said, um, just right. And when he said that, I knew he wasn't saying uh, the stuff that I normally write. He was saying, write something different. And I asked him, what do I write? And he was like, again, just write. So I began to write um, about anything, about my singleness, my, my, the things that I learned with God and just all kinds of things. I just began to write. And then that writing um, eventually turned into me creating a Bible study called Rest for the Soul. And then it became a book called Rest for the Soul 30-Day Devotional. Um, I still, even after that, um, dealt with that ache in my soul, but the ache became fainter, fainter and fainter. And I noticed that the more that I, um, starved that place that was aching, the more I starved it, um, from escaping to what I normally did. And I started to fill that place with truth. Like, no, God, I'm going, I, I know who my source is. I'm satisfied. I have everything I need. Um, I would honestly, I was, it, it started to become easier for me to avoid. Like I feel this, but I know what this is. It was now I recognized it as a symptom and no longer something that I needed to have. I was like, no, I'm healed. This is, I feel this, but I'm not going to this. My soul needed training. It was so used to, um, craving something and then having a certain thing appease it and the, and and fill it but it took some t- it took years you guys i would say to get to a place of where i no longer feel that symptom i know this is what i was telling my husband i was like you know what last year 2022 hear what i'm saying 2022 i think i maybe felt that faintness one time I have not felt it since I truly believe it's gone. Um, I felt the symptom and I think we need to understand that, but the root to it, I had already been feeling the root of that place of fear of dealing with, um, life and the, the insecurity and the fears and all this stuff that I was dealing with. I had already been feeling it with the presence of God and worship and talking to him and communing with him and his truth and who he says I am and what I have had already been filling it with that place over years. And now I'm in 20, 2022 from 2014, what that six, seven, eight, eight years. I'm not saying that it took me eight years to heal, but it took, over eight years, I'm mean, almost eight years for me to no longer feel that symptom, that ache anymore. Could could I have done something to to make it go faster? I'm okay. I don't I don't believe so. I I I I was con- I was consistently 
combating that place every time I felt it, but I still felt it. And so what I want to tell someone today is there may be something you're still feeling. There may be something that you're still struggling with, but you know, in your heart, you believe the word of God. You have been combating this place with truth. You have been consistently showing up, speaking to that place. But you don't understand why am I still feeling the insecurity? Why I'm still feeling this, this thing? Why is this ache still here? You're sitting in the presence of God. You're bringing it to him. Can I tell you, be patient with your soul. One day it will not be there. One day you won't feel it. Your soul needs time to catch up to the work that your spirit, your spirit, it needs to catch up to the work that you're doing in your spirit. You're agreeing, you're, you're agreeing with the spirit. You're agreeing with truth, but it needs your, your, your soul is like, listen, I've been, we've been like this for 18, 25, 30 years. It needs time to, to, to get used to this new path you've created in your soul. It needs time to, to, to understand that, oh, I am good. I don't need to fear dealing with life or dealing with my feelings anymore. I have a savior. I have a Lord, a father who I can go to and I can talk, I can talk to. It it needs time to, 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 to get used to that new path. And, um, am I saying that sometimes we won't fail Am I saying that sometimes we won't get it right and we'll respond a certain way? Yeah, there that that will happen. There are times that I want to tell you over over these years, I definitely went back and and tried to peek and look and or write things that I shouldn't have. But I'm gonna tell you, it didn't feel right. See, the more spirit, the more of His presence that we have, the more that we are filled with His truth. The things that you used to want anymore, sometimes they just slowly go away. They slow, it's slow, it, it, your appetite just starts to change. My appetite started to change. That even when I did try to taste that old place, it didn't taste the same. And that happened over a course of years. There's some things it's going to take years to get through, to get by and I know some of y'all are probably like, I don't want to be dealing with this thing for years. I don't believe you have to struggle with it for years, but there's some things you may have to, you may still feel. And I just want to encourage you that it's okay. That doesn't mean that because we feel this, we don't have the power or the authority to speak to that place. We can speak to that place and we can say peace. No, I have peace on the inside of me. So you have to line up with this word. I believe David sung in a psalm saying, "Hey, I will I will rejoice. My soul will sing." He he commanded his soul to, "Hey, no, this is what we're going to do. You have authority of the place of where your soul goes to. So don't beat yourself up because you still feel some things. Don't stop the process." Because you believe that it's not going to work. It's not going to change. Don't compare yourself to other people and where they're at in their journey. Maybe they look confident and they're doing their thing with their business or with their family. Um, but stay focused on the work that God has um, started in you. 
you will um, get to a place of where those things, you don't feel it anymore. You notice that you don't, it, you don't want the same things anymore. Be patient with your soul. And so those are a couple of things that I do want to just address um, the things that cause us to be impatient where we're impatient with our soul and therefore we can like get out of the process. And one of the things is comparison. If we're looking around, we're seeing, man, that, that person, she's such a great mother. Um, she has such wisdom. She knows what to say, when to say it. And you're comparing yourself, you're comparing that person with yourself and where you're at in your process. But we don't know the things that other people struggle with. We don't know where they, where they came from and their process and what they had to go through to get to where they're at. Comparing, comparing yourself and your process to where someone else is at is dangerous because you're comparing a process to maybe a finished work or, 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 or a result of someone working on something for years. I got, I wouldn't want anyone right now to look at, um, to look at me <laughs> and compare themselves. Um, and they're in this eight, they're in a journey where they're just starting. And it's like, no, I, I, the, the way you see me showing up on my podcast, <laughs> it didn't start just two years ago. It started eight years ago <laughs> when I had to learn how to show up to God consistently, you know? So I would say comparison, let's not look at what other people, um, are doing and what they, and how they look. Okay. We don't know their journey. We don't know their process. And so I just want to read, cause you know, I'm going to give you scripture Psalms 37 and seven <clears throat> that says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes right here. It says, be still in the presence of the Lord, man. If you have, if there are times you're, st you're starting to feel like you're looking around you're comparing, get into the presence of God turn on some worship music, get your focus back and say, uh-uh-uh, I'm not going to try to rush myself. I'm not going to try to slow down and stop. I'm going to take my time right now and be still. And I'm going to wait for God. I'm going to wait patiently for him to, to, to continue to do the things that he's doing for him to show me, for him to speak to me on what I, what I need to do. Um, it says, don't worry about evil people who prosper. They may not be evil, but there are some people um, who are prospering and they may be prospering in God's way, in the path that God has laid out for them. Be, be happy, celebrate them. And if you feel like mm, I can't, then that's the part we got to go back and Lord, let me continue to address this with you. As we address those places, you'll be and God and you allow God to speak to you in those places when he's. When he can, when he can tell you, this is who you are. This is the path that I have for you. You'll be able to be still in him. You'll be able to rest in him and to wait patiently for him because you know that God has the best path for you. Who knows your soul better than God? Nobody but him. Okay. Another thing I'm have, I have about three to four things that I say that kind of like threatens the part of us, um, of being patient, um, where we can become impatient. And another thing I put is believing that we will even change sometimes, um, because we have been a certain way for so long, we don't believe 
that we will even change, that it's even possible. And I'm going to tell you, I struggle with that. I was, I, I, I dealt with, um, um, being timid for so long. I just could not see the version of myself or a different version of myself. I could not see the secure part of myself. I just didn't know how I would get there. And so one of the scriptures that, um, I used to combat this lie was actually from, it's from Philippians chapter one, verse six, Philippians chapter one, verse six. And so if that's you right now, and you're like, there's some things I want, I want to be different. I want to change. I'm actually, I I'm, I'm spending time with God about it. I'm talking to him about it, but I'm not seeing the change. And honestly, I don't believe I ever will change. Like I'm going to always be this way. Let's combat that lie right now. Philippians 1 and 6 says, and I am certain, this is Paul, and he's talking to the church, okay? He says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And I am certain, wow. Let's, let's read, um, I like the Passion Translation. It says, I pray with great faith for you. Because I'm fully convinced that the one who began this glorious work in you will faithfully continue the process of maturing you and will put his finishing touches to it until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to understand there will always be something that you're in the process of until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back. You don't need to rush yourself. Because once that area becomes mature, there'll be another area. Okay. But what I like is Paul is saying, I'm fully convinced. I truly believe I put my faith in the one who will be, who began this work. See, God began a work in you, in your soul. If he began it, he will faithfully continue the process of maturing you. You have to choose to believe that. I know I don't see it yet. I know this looks impossible. I know I it's hard for me to imagine myself differently, but I trust that God who began this work in me, who started this, who 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 pulled me to him, that he's the one who's going to finish it. The the we're partnering with God, but it's really but it's his spirit that gives the increase. It's his spirit that, that causes the change. We can't change ourselves. We can partner with God and choose to agree his word. And I'm going to tell you when I struggle with this place and I combat it, this lie every single time, feeling like I would never change when I combated it saying, no, I'm convinced that I, God who began a good work in me, he's going to finish it until Lord Jesus return. I'm going to tell you, I don't struggle with that anymore. Now, how long it took for me to get there, I can't tell you, but I, I, I'm learning now that I had to be patient because it's going to, it's going to happen. Change is going to come. You won't struggle with what you're struggling with always. So be kind to your soul, be patient with where you're at, speak to your soul and say, no, I know what you're feeling. I know soul where you're at. But I'm going to be patient because God is going to finish this work he started in me. Speak to yourself. Okay. Another one is sometimes we can get impatient because it's taking too long. 
It's like, I've been at this God. When am I going to see the change? You believe there's going to be change. You know, he's going to do it. But it's, but it seemed like this is just taking a long time and you may be feeling tired. You may be feeling weary. You're speaking his word. You're declaring his word. You're spending time with him daily. Um, you're loving on him. When you get things wrong, you, you're, you, you don't mind apologizing. You don't mind being wrong and getting things and, and, and asking God for wisdom. Um, you're doing the work, but you feeling, um, you may be feeling tired or exhausted from the work. Um, let's go to Galatians six and nine, Galatians six and nine. It tells us, so let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. We will reap a harvest of blessing. If we don't give up, I know you're probably feeling tired. I know you you're saying, Hey, I've been doing this for a long time. One, I want to tell you, don't get tired of doing what is good for your soul. You're doing good. You're speaking his word. You're believing his truth. You're spending time with him. You, you're understanding the root of why you do what you do, why you feel what you feel, but you're still choosing to believe God anyways. You're doing what's good. And I'm telling you at just the right time. See, there's a timing for transformation. We can't force and rush the change. It's going to happen. There's a timing for everything. There's a time for seed, for planning, and then there's a time for harvest. And right now you may be in the planning stage of your, um, uh, in your soul, planning his word down in your soul. Let me tell you, there's going to be a time where the harvest you're going to reap and you're going to say, man, I'm experiencing peace like never before. This thing that used to hurt me, that used to offend me, I don't even, it's just peace there. I don't even feel it. Joy. I'm able to enjoy my life. I'm not thinking and meditating on things in my mind that used to have me bound. I'm actually experiencing um, his peace. I'm enjoying his peace. I'm I'm enjoying life. If we don't give up. Be patient with your soul. When we get impatient, it will cause us to give up because we're not seeing things when we want to see it. But God has a time for you to reap the harvest of the, of the, of, of the work that you're doing in your soul. Don't give up. Lastly, what can threat us being patient with ourselves? That. The process hurts. It does. It it, it, it's, it it can be uncomfortable. It can hurt um, because it's challenging all those places where we don't want to, we don't want to deal with, you know, we don't want to face or where we were hurt at. And we don't want that spot to be touched again. And when we're in that process, it's like we have to be, we have to expose it to God and say, here I am, God. Heal me, heal this, this area in my mind that believes that I'm not good enough. That believes that I'm, I'm, I won't change. That believes that I'm, I I don't have any worth or I shouldn't say anything because of, because I'm going to be judged or criticized. Father, I need you to heal that place in me here in Psalms 40. 
verse one through three, I just want to encourage you here. David is saying, I waited patiently. Here's what's on the other side of waiting patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Wow. Here, God hears your cry. But here I see where David, he's like, I'm crying. I cried or I'm crying, but I still waited patiently in it. I want you to know, I know it hurts. I know it's uncomfortable and maybe not, uh, maybe it's not just a place of, um, where you need to grow in your soul. Maybe you're uncomfortable in your environment right now. And it hurts to be wherever you're in. It hurts to be on that job. It hurts to be in this relationship, whatever it is. God hears your cry. He wants you to wait patiently though for him in it. Hear what he has to say. Let him lift you. See, we'll try to lift ourselves out of things. But here in verse two, it says, he lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire, the mud and the mire. That that's a sticky place. That's a place where it's hard to get up out of. You may feel like you're in a place where it's hard to be here. I just want, I just want to get out of here. I just don't want to deal with this anymore, but I feel stuck. God will rescue you. He will lift you up. Wait patiently for him. Go to him in your hiding place, in your secret place. Cry out to him because he hears your cry. Be honest. Tell him, God, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. I need your help. Then wait patiently for him to help you. Wait patiently for him to speak to that place in your soul. He may not, he may not lift the, lift you out of the whole situation, but to lift your spirit, to lift your soul, man, out of that place that you're at in your soul. Darkness can be around you, but it's the place that we go, we go to in our soul. Are you in a dark place in your soul? God wants to lift you out of that. So that even if you're still in a, on a job, even if you're still in a marriage, even if you're still in a place that's dark, that, hey, but I'm, but he lifted me out of here. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walk. I see right here, God is giving someone security. He's giving them confidence in a place to either speak or to be quiet, to walk or to be still, wherever you're at. He's like, I, I'm going to set you there. I'm going to steady you. I'm going to give you a solid ground. The confidence, the security you have is going to come from a place in me. See, this is why we got to be patient with God, patient in our soul, because there's something that God, only God can give us that we can't give ourselves. If we try to lift ourselves out of situations and not allowing God to process us the way that he wants to, we're still going to leave like a person, like a, a, a food that's not finished. It's this uncooked. You took it out of the oven too early. You're not, you're not, you don't have the confidence that you're supposed to have. You don't have the security. You're still going to deal with the, the timidness. 
God, that's, that's what God wants to do for you. He wants to set your feet on a solid ground. He wants the place where you feel shaky in to become sturdy, not because you moved locations, but because you chose to wait patiently for God. Verse three, I love verse three and we're ending here. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Here, he has given me a new song. When I look at this, this tells me he is, I, I have a new way to, of thinking. I have a new perspective. So I can, I can sing something different. I, before I was, I was, I was singing complaints to him. I was singing, why am I still here? I was singing, God, why, why haven't you come through? But now he gave me a new song. Now I sing, thank you, God. I know you're going to lift me out of this. Thank you, God. I know what you did before. I know you'll do it again. Thank you, God. I know that you're faithful and you won't leave me here. Thank you, God. I choose to rest in you. You are where my help comes from. You're the lifter of my head. You are my strength. Now he's given me a new song to sing, not not meaning I have to be in a new place to sing a new song, but because of who God is, because of what he's done in me, what I've, because of me waiting patiently, he has changed something in my soul to where now I can sing different. I sound different now. God wants to change someone's sound. He wants to change the way you're showing up. He's not so quick to change your location. He's not so quick to change you from a job because what he wants to do is change your song. He wants to change your attitude. He wants to change the way you see yourself. He wants to change the way you keep talking about yourself. I feel that for me, <laughs> I feel that for someone else. He wants us to learn how to be kind and in a muddy place. He wants us to learn how to be um, patient and in a miry, sticky place where we can still sing to us a new song to him and to ourselves. Shawanda, you're going to get out of this. Shawanda, you're going to make it. Shawanda, remember what God did before? God is faithful. He is your rescuer. He won't let you down. He won't let you stay there. You know, you're going to transform. You know that you'll be, you'll continue to become who he created you to be. No devil in hell can stop that. The process can't stop that. The process can't come between God's, the love that God has for you. So trust him. We got to learn how to sing a, a different song to ourselves in that place. God wants you to trust him, but God wants to trust you. He wants to see once he's finished making this, 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 this beautiful, um, clay, what he's doing, how he's molding you. He was like, yeah, that's, that's what I intended. That's what I formed before it was even here in the physical flesh. That's what I saw. That's what I created in my mind. That's what he thought of you. Like, this is the shape. This is where I want, this is where I want her to be. Trust yourself in the potter's hand. Um, that leads me right now to our hiding place. Um, our hiding place is a moment. It's a, a time where we are intimate with God. We worship and we declare his word. Um, and the song that I want you to meditate on for this week is Potter by Tamala Mann. I may have given this song before, but it was on my heart um, today. And some of the lyrics are, what you're going through is not the end of you. It's the beginning now. You are in his hands. Be still and trust his plans. He'll make a way somehow. But while you're going through, let 
Jesus work on you. Let patience have his work. That's me putting that in there. Let patience have his work on in you. There's nothing else to do, but be still and know he is God alone. He came to make you strong. Though it hurts for a moment, let him work on you. Be still, my sister. Be patient with your soul, my sister. That is my prayer for you. And now let's take a moment right now to repeat these confessions. I will be still and wait patiently for God. I will not get weary or compare myself to others. But I will stay on the path God has for me. The Lord will lift me. He will steady me in a secure place in my soul and give me a new song. I have faith that the work he began in me, he will faithfully continue the process of maturing me until Jesus Christ returns. I will not get tired of doing what's good because at the right time, I will reap a harvest of peace, security, and joy in my soul. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.